0: Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, senior leader of Equipers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hi, and welcome to Off Script with Sam Monk. We talk about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And my name is Jay. Great to have Sam here with us as well. And Sam, today we want to talk about uh, what's helped you with respect to kind of leadership filters. But before I want to talk about filters, I don't want to talk about, I like to talk about <laughs> filter coffee, but, uh, and we talk about is maybe- Is it good f- coffee? <laughs> yeah, filter coffee is okay, depending on where you live. Um, I'm, a, I'm an espresso man myself, but, um, uh, that's again, that's maybe you can send them some comments and tell us what coffee you like, mm-hmm. but. Filters we often associate with maybe lenses. We talk about filters on social media. But why don't you just really for 30 seconds give us a good definition of a filter for you in terms of a leadership filter.
1: Well, it's uh, how you view the world. But it's also taking all the thoughts that you can think about and narrowing down on the things that are going to be beneficial. And uh, there's many things that we can do. There's many things that we can be involved in. Uh, but what are the right things that are actually going to help us move forward in life. And so filtering those thoughts, even your thoughts, uh, is really important. how uh, I many know in this world, you can, well, in this season, you can go off on many different tangents and you can be all over the place. And so even helping yourself navigating that uh, means that you've got to put good filters in your life. It's good.
0: Because there's just so much content, eh? There's so many things out yeah. there. <laughs> And you've got to be able to distill it into some sort of cohesive, coherent kind of thought, I guess. eh? Yeah,
1: well, it's uh, the ability to narrow your focus as well. So you're able to focus on not many things, but, you know, focus on the thing that really matters and is going to make a difference. Good. Yeah. So today we want to talk about
0: five areas of focus or areas or filters that you've used over the years um, to help, I guess, lead. Uh, a significant church, significant movement. So why don't you start off with thinking about what are the five, what, what, what's, what's the first one that you want us to talk through? Yeah,
1: well, it's, it's basically uh, we're asking, in a lot of places, we're asking questions uh, of other people. We ask questions of what's going on in our environment. But I found it's really beneficial when you ask yourself questions. And uh, I've got five questions I ask myself. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we can focus on, a lot of things that we can do. But again, is it going to help us really move forward in the thing that God's called us to? And I like Psalm 131, where it talks about the psalmist says, I do not concern myself with matters beyond my grasp. And uh, he goes on and talks about how his soul is like that of a weaned child. And I think you know, we need to sometimes wean ourselves off information so that we can focus on. Great, that's good. uh, Focus on the thing that's really going to help us, again, move move forward. And so I often ask myself questions. uh, And the questions I ask myself, I start with this one, is is what I'm involved in inspiring? In fact,
0: the question you often ask even people on staff or team or, you know, would, would you be led by yourself or would you be inspired by your own leadership? Yeah. Like, would you be, would you be, even another question I think I can remember now? Yeah. Would you be part of your own team? If yeah. you're leading the team. It's a really challenging question.
1: Yeah, well, you know, inspiro- it's got to be inspiring because yeah. if if you're not inspired by it, the chances are other people aren't going to be inspired by it. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you can't sell it to yourself, it's not worth selling it to <laughs> selling it to anyone you're else. Right and, stuff, yeah. and so, you know, is it inspiring? Is it something that you go, Oh man, if we pulled this off, you know, if if God really moved in this area, you know, that would be amazing. And I think, you know, that then triggers motivation that releases the energy you need f- for the season that you're in. And asking yourself, am I inspired by this? Or is this just keeping uh, keeping things running? Yeah, and, is, it, is it
0: management? Or yeah. is it are we just managing mm-hmm. things and keeping things in boxes and doing the same things we do every other?
1: Yeah, because most people go, I don't like the management side of things. There's management to life and we need to have those uh, things in place, but ultimately uh, what gets us up in the morning is is the inspirational side of what we're doing. You know, are we making a difference?
0: Yeah, because people want to be part of something inspirational, eh? They don't yeah. want to be, um, they don't want to just... I don't know maybe be wasting life and just doing the, just rolling over the same year like we did last year we'll get the same things but there's something about being inspirational though, that actually yeah it's what gets you up in the morning it's visionary it's, it's yeah
1: inspiring well it's uh, the question we're going to ask uh, do we carry a dream that's worth following right
0: a great question yeah,
1: yeah. Is, is it worth following Is yeah. it? does it captivate is it going to captivate the attention of others but the first person you need to ask is that too is it, is it yourself does it does this Captivate something in my heart, does it you know bring get my attention to a place where you know, i 'm dreaming about it i 'm meditating about it i 'm strategizing, uh, and so the first question I ask myself is is it inspirational and then that leads to the second question is it the second question is it sustainable because we can find something that 's inspirational that sometimes is just totally ridiculous. You know, in that, um, you know, we're hoping for something to take place, but it's so far removed from our reality that we're not even taking a single step towards it. Right. And so the question... Is
0: that that because the inspirational thing is sometimes so, I don't know, so big... Like, the sustainability talks about playing the long game, eh? Like, yeah. we're we, we, taking a long-term approach. This is like life's work type stuff, eh?
1: Yeah. It's not just inspirational in a moment. Yeah. It's like people get new yeah. New years. I'm inspired this year <laughs> for <laughs> a few
0: months, and then I'm all of a sudden back to normal
1: again. Yeah, back to normal. Yeah. is like, how sustainable is this? Can this actually last the whole calendar year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I put in place the disciplines that are needed to actually...
0: So what are... You mentioned just Because what are those, what are those building blocks of sustainability then? You talked about discipline but what are the things that continue to make sure that this thing actually endures throughout yeah. you know, throughout different seasons? Like it's got to be worked in every season, right? It's got to be worked yeah. through. And,
1: and, and I think it's also in terms of recognising what season you're in because right. uh, there's a time where you've got to um, work hard yeah. uh, and you've know, you got to make hay while the sun shines yeah. or you've got to strike the iron while it's hot. And there's times where if you're going to get anything off the ground, Uh, you've got to really give your attention and your focus to it. And I think, you know, in today's world, we talk about balance a lot. Mm. Uh, But, you know, I think that needs to be filtered through seasons and what season you're in. You know, when it's haymaking season for a farmer, it's like if they don't make hay. <laughs> Not a lot of balance. You've got to get it done, eh? Hey? you got to get yeah, it done. Yeah. And I think there's, um, in, in leadership, there's things that you need to do in certain times. And if you don't do it in that time, it's like you're creating more work for yourself down, down the line. And so often people don't... Um, look at time management through the lens or through the filter of what season you're in. That's great. And uh, I found it really beneficial, you know, even navigating uh, this with Kathy, you know, it's just, Hey, this is the season we're in and there's a purpose to the season, but you know, this will actually lead us into being in another season Mm. and where we might've gone hard in this season. (laughs) It means that we can actually focus on some other things Mm. in in the next season. And, and I think, you know, is it sustainable? You know, is this pace sustainable? Because you don't want to be making hay all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, but yeah. that's a great point because yeah. the the other the argument can be: well, you can't just work people to death. Like we're not just, yeah. you know. So there is, in fact, you, another way you often phrase it is: you know, I really believe there's a window. There's a window of opportunity. Is another yeah. way you describe these things sometimes. Hey, eh? there's a window here, yeah. and actually, we've we've. I know that over the years we've made decisions, either you know, planning campuses and things, and and I remember at the time you've said yeah. things like. Oh God, not now not this year, surely, yeah, yeah. but you've known that actually you know this is a season thing, it's not going to be forever, yeah, but we've've we've, we've pushed and there's a significant campus there now, you know so
1: yeah, yeah, and what are, what are the seasons to really push and stretch because we don't really grow or move forward without a level of stretch. And then what's uh, what's the season where we can actually pull back? If you keep on stretching a rubber band, right? Yeah, you, you stretch, eventually it's going to snap. Yeah. And I think the art of leadership is to recognize, okay, we've stretched. Yeah. Now we need the back end yeah. to, to catch up. Yeah, good. Yeah. And, and so you move forward a little bit like a caterpillar. Yeah. Um, in terms of that, there's a stretch, but we don't want to stretch so far that we've left a whole lot of people True. back here, and, and that's where yeah. things snap, and that's where things go.
0: And that's where you know we've also had you've also had an ability over the years to it's, it's about doing like the right things at the right time. Eh? Yeah, you know there are seasons, and there's a the right time to do the right thing. Yeah, and you, you've got to take advantage of that at that time because it may time. not come up again. Yeah. Or maybe a couple of years later. Well, we everything go, oh. has an expiry date. You know?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like the things in our fridge. You know, it's like how many times do we put
0: avocados, man? <laughs> I'm telling you now. Oh my gosh, I eat half an avocado, and then the rest of it goes off. Yeah, or
1: well, we think oh, we will put that in our fridge for, um, oh, for leftovers. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leftovers, in a Tupperware, yeah. uh, in a Tupperware container, <laughs> yeah, we put it in there, and then <laughs> two weeks later, <laughs> two weeks, smell of the fridge. <laughs> yeah, the leftovers yeah. are definitely leftover. Uh, They've forgotten about, but you know, everything has a, a, a expiry date, and I think we've got to do the right thing in the right season. Yeah, and, and I think that's really important because, you know, I've found when I've delayed stuff, where I've put things off, it's often meant uh, I've had to work harder in another season because right. I didn't do the right thing in the right time.
0: Maybe we should do another whole podcast on procrastination as well. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be another time. Yeah, yeah I'm maybe. sure
1: that people don't procrastinate out No, no, they, no that wouldn't never. be for our listeners. No, yeah. absolutely not. So that, that's the first question: is is it inspirational? The second one is: is it sustainable? The third one is: is it relational? Because in the end, if it's not benefiting our relationships, number one, our relationship with God, but then our relationship um, with other people, you know, is it really worthwhile? <laughs> because the richness of life is mm-hmm. let's face it is the relationships we have Absolutely. it's not the money we accumulate yeah. it's not the titles yeah. you know they they're short-lived yeah they're not lasting and if we're building according to the way god builds he builds through revelation he builds through relationships and he builds through generations mm. and oh. That's the three ways that i found God builds. And in the end, if it's not growing our relationships, you know, where we're going to a deeper level in our relationship with God, but then that expressed through our love for one another is—we've got to ask the question, is it really worth our investment?
0: That's a great point, though, because, again, the the challenge of this kingdom stuff and even in business, whatever, you— There's goals. You know, we we talk about like ambition's not always a bad thing. Yeah. In the right with the right filter, the right context. You know, healthy ambition, kingdom ambition, that's a good thing. Yeah. But there's there's the tendency then to go, man, we've got to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. But that's why I like these filters because if we do it the the opposite is we do this at the expense of relationship. Yeah. Right. Then we go, Well, it's not worth it's not worth it if we have to keep so yeah, how do we kind of navigate some of those things? How do we know how far to push? You talked about the, the rubber band thing. I mean, how have you known how far to stretch yeah. and, and when to pull back and when to...
1: Yeah, well, we want to be amb- ambitious in our pursuit. Yeah. That, otherwise, it's not going to be an, inspirational. Yeah, yeah, So we're going to be ambitious in our pursuit. But, you know, ultimately, it's not just about us gaining. It's not for selfish gain. It's, it's so that the people in our world, you know, Benefit from it, you know mm. the this saying goes, yeah, if all our prayers were to, uh, were answered, who would it benefit <laughs>
0: that 's right
1: <laughs> you know a lot of our prayers are self centered yeah. uh, you know would it actually change the world or would it just benefit us yeah. and i I think you know we 're here for kingdom purpose, and we 're here so that we can make a difference in the lives of others, and that 's the richness of life, knowing that you know somehow God used you to have an effect on somebody else. And I think navigating through the season, uh, there's a lot of complex issues out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's agree. a lot of uh, different political viewpoints yep. on what should be done and what shouldn't be done. And the danger in any season is that we do long-term damage to relationship while we're navigating short-term issues. Wow. Okay. And there's st- stuff that we've had to navigate thats you know, in five years' time probably won't even be on the radar. Wow. Uh, but I wonder how much relational damage we've done in the process of trying to solve an immediate issue.
0: Wow, that's a great thought. Yeah. How, I mean, how do you navigate even some of those things? People have opinions, right? And theres yeah. And not everybody's going to be 100% on board with everything you do. So how do you then… How do you still live with integrity, knowing that actually relationally you've still got to look at a whole bunch of people across, yep. you know, across a global com- even a Quibus community? Yeah. How do you still navigate some of those things even internally?
1: Well, what we're got to focus on is on what unites us, right? Great. And the gospel, you know, the principles and the Word of God, <laughs> and you know, there's political viewpoints out there that's you know in the end are opinions, and we've got to give people the freedom. <laughs> To actually have a different opinion to us, right. without breaking relationship, right. but it's our values that unite us, and you know they can be expressed differently. Yeah. But ultimately, it's, uh, it's the kingdom values that um the glue that hold us together. Yeah. Good. And uh, you know that means that if we get offended, <laughs> if some somebody gets hurt, it's like, hey, let's work this out, let's work this through, but let's do it with grace. And let's do it, um, you know, find, with God at the center of yeah. it. Because without, let's face it, without Jesus yeah. and without His grace on <laughs> grace, um, we're all stuffed. there's not a lot of hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of hope. <laughs> Things fracture and they don't yeah. often come back together. Yeah, uh, but I love the fact that uh, we're being reconciled to God, and He's entrusted you and I yeah, with yeah. the ministry of reconciliation, yeah, cool. which good. I I think is awesome. Yeah, that's great. So if we're, uh, if anybody should be able to be able to bring two remote things together. It should be the church, it should be Christians, it should be disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And yeah, uh totally. It <laughs> should be yeah. Yeah. That's that's but it's when we've um, you know, sometimes use spiritual language to justify carnal desires. Okay. Um, well wow, there's another whole or series. Our on that car- one. <laughs> or our carnality. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's where things tend to go um astray. That's great. And so, yeah, the other question, so the third one was uh, relational. You remember them, these filters? Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All of our listeners were writing yeah, notes yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one was uh, just testing, joke here. I can't
0: I don't do that. I remember. Yeah. Uh, is it um, inspirational? Yeah. Is it sustainable? Is it relational? Yeah, which okay. brings
1: the fourth one. Is it uh, scalable? Scalable. Or transferable? And, you know, I think sometimes – We make things more complicated than they need to be, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know uh, we need to keep things simple. And uh, simple is is not um, doesn't mean it's not deep. In fact, I love Jesus because He took deep things and He made them very simple. He made um, well He made it so simple that you and I could be able to understand it, and we could access. You know a kingdom, and a lot of people sometimes like deep, but you know what need their more deep teaching yeah deep, deep, what, yeah. what they deep is is muddy right uh, and it's it's so deep that they, nobody knows what to do with it, yeah. and I love Jesus because he always had action points <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> and yeah. I think you know one thing we 're going to ask ourselves is, can other people take hold of? Um, what we've got and run with it. Because mm. we're going to make ministry accessible. And uh, so often people look at heroes and superstars and they think, oh, they're amazing. I could never do that. But I love Jesus because he made ministry. He put ministry in the hands of fishermen, yeah. in the hands of ordinary people. Teenage fishermen too. Yeah. yeah. And if, if we're really to see a, a move of God that's sustainable, that's relational, we need to put the ministry in the hands of every believer.
0: Yeah, that's great. And you know, I love that, making it accessible. And, and it's because people do have to understand it. And they've got to be able to, you know, it's that whole Habakkuk to you know, write the vision and make it plain so that people can run with it. They've got to yep. be able to run with it. And we've got to make it simple and plain. Oh. And, and I think the, the phrase, you know, we, we both heard that phrase many years ago now we've got to point the way, clear, you know, clear the path. Yeah. people and it's so simple isn't it this is where we're going and we'll try and remove every obstacle we can for people even in our small group leaders we we, we give them a really clear simple model to go just do that it almost takes the pressure off people when you can give them something simple to to understand
1: yeah so it's got to have that level of aspiration and inspiration but not so much that it's like oh man I never could have I never could. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't yeah, understand I, it. And I'm like, I don't get it. It's, it's far, too far beyond me. It's like, you know, how are we leading people? I think the question is, how are we leading people to take the next step Yeah. from wherever they are? You know, is there an action point to this or does yeah. it just apply to those who have been around for 20 years and read the whole Bible? Yeah, well, that's
0: really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And it makes every, yeah every person feel like, everybody wants to feel like they can play a part in this vision. Eh? They can yeah. play a part That that, that their difference that they can make actually matters to the overall. Yeah. Which I think the scalability is brilliant for that.
1: Yeah. Which well, sadly, ministry's been put in the hands of two or th- mm. three and then everybody's expected to get on board with their ministry, but the New Testament church is every believer is a minister. Yeah, yeah. And ministry isn't just confined to a platform or stage. You know, ministry's outworked in every sphere and in every every place or space that people find themselves.
0: Cool. So inspirational, sustainable, relational, scalable.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the last one here, almost last one, fifth one, where the last one is, is it transformational? Right. Yeah. Does it lead to transformation? Right. Because ultimately, what do we want to see? We want to see his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is yeah. in heaven. Yeah. And on earth as it is in heaven. And it's like, is, are, we, are we changing the culture? You know, or are we just adding another program or you know are we really uh bringing heaven to earth is yeah. a question we've got to ask ourselves because that's our commission yeah um and that's our role um is to bring uh the culture of the kingdom um to earth and you know for it to be expressed in our daily lives and is it, is it changing people's lives
0: That's a great filter, though, isn't it? Because ultimately, if you don't have that as a filter, what's the point in anything that we do if it's not changing lives? If it's not transformation, I mean, the essence of the gospel is transformation. It's transforming the nature of a human heart from one to another. It's all things becoming new, and so Mm. I guess it's got to be—it's a great filter.
1: Yeah, well, we don't want to just grow in number. Be a large church in a city where the the abuse statistics are going through the roof. You suicides are just— Well, we wanna ha- make a difference in all those areas, not just have a, a big a Christian celebration on a Sunday. Yeah, great. Yeah, you know, in fact the meeting place is just as John Wimber said, the training place for the marketplace and it's so that we can see change in every sector of society and we can see some of the statistics that, you know, just rock our worlds and go, How's that happening? right now in our city, and our community. Uh, we want to see those reversed and changed. Mm, and we want to see the kingdom of God established in, the, in those areas. Great. That's
0: great, Sam. Lots of takeaways, yeah. lots of great leadership filters. And that's us until next time. We'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Offscript with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback. So drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.